Is it something to aspire to? Something that we should be doing? Something that we have no control over? The act of being unremarkable? That's next on this episode of the Gratitude Journal Podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal Podcast. For those of you who have been a part of the Gratitude Journal podcast for a while now, welcome back. Matthew here. And for those who are new to the podcast, welcome for the first time to the Gratitude Journal podcast, a podcast about showing gratitude, where we try to look for little ways and maybe sometimes big ways, but for the most part, small ways in the midst of our everyday life where we can be appreciative of things, where we can be grateful for things, and the power of being grateful, and really the struggle sometimes to be grateful. So it's all about gratitude on this podcast, and hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you tell others about it. Hopefully you subscribe, too, because it's available on all of the various platforms where you find your podcasts, and your downloadable content. Those of you who have been a part of this podcast know that I do my podcasts from my basement studio, the basement lair. Long ago, my wife really was in her game plan to sentence me to the basement and uh, for long periods of time, and she succeeded. And sometimes I really rather enjoy it. Other days, I'm not really all that sure that I do enjoy it, because on a day like today, where our temperatures are in the low teens, and an Alberta clipper is set to swoop down from the north and invade pretty much the whole state, I would say probably a four to five state area here in the Midwest to upper Midwest those temperatures are going to be even lower here over the next couple of days. So those times when I'm doing the podcast or whatever I'm doing here in the studio, it does seem that it's just colder down here. I mean, I know scientifically that it's colder because you're in a basement. And immediately when I run up the steps, you know, 17, 18, 19 times a day, I can feel the warmth about halfway up. So heat does rise. That is a truism. And it makes it tough sometimes. But I do enjoy it. I do like being in my little space. And really, as I tell my wife, you know, she's an artist and we have a space for her upstairs in one of the bedrooms and she commandeered that and she had a space down here, but she got too cold. So I do some photography and some videography stuff. So I have some of that gear in that other little room that was her room and her studio slash bedroom is upstairs. But my I bring that up. My point in sharing it is that I think we all and I'm grateful for this. We all need that little space, a space that we call our space. And I often say to Donna, you know, I think that you should be able to do whatever you want to do in your space, as long as it's legal, I guess, um, and that it doesn't infringe or harm others. But I mean, your space can look like your space. It can be 
it can be messy. It can look like a hoarder's room. It can look like whatever. I mean, mine does over a period of time look like that. And then, you know, every couple of months I have to sort of go, oh my God, I got to do something about this room. And so I do. I take, you know, some hours during a weekend maybe and straighten things up. And once you straighten stuff up, I guess the whole concept of feng shui is correct because it just feels better. It does. Or, you know, the new year, you straighten things around or you move a new picture to a spot where it wasn't before and you look at it and you go, you know what? This just gives me an extra burst of energy. And so sometimes I I, I know it's true. I'm actually grateful for being able to (laughs) straighten up my space, but I'm more grateful for being in my space and I'm grateful for you enjoying and downloading this podcast. I mentioned to a friend the other day that one of the things I really, really miss about COVID-19, no, I don't miss COVID-19, but I mean, in the almost year that we've had to encounter COVID-19, the one thing that I really miss, and I miss a number of things, but the one thing I really miss is I really miss coffee shops. I love coffee shops. I love coffee shops mainly because I love coffee, but I just love the feeling of coffee shops, the ambiance of coffee shops. Obviously, I love the smell of coffee shops. And if coffee shops do their own baking, in addition to do their own roasting, I love it even more. It's just a feeling that you can go in find a comfortable seat, and just do your thing. And doing your thing can be a variety of things. It can be working on something. It can be writing. It can be having a business meeting. And for Donna and I, it can be just just reviewing our week or previewing the week to come or commenting on people, doing some people watching, or doing some motorcycle watching as bikes are riding by, or just saying nothing and enjoying the beverage in front of us. I really miss coffee shops. And during COVID, it's not that we haven't gone to coffee shops because we have. I mean, we've put our masks on occasionally before the numbers really started to spike. And we would go in social distance and we'd sometimes sit inside and I would feel kind of nervous and so would she. We would take a drink of something and then we would put our mask back on. When In the summer, we would sit outside and we have a favorite place just north of us. Really, it's about a mile north. And they have a nice little outdoor area. And it was just always so great to sit outside. And the people would like bring our coffee out to us and they would talk with their masks on and we would social distance and it was just nice. It was like having a little piece of the coffee shop sort of brought out to us. And I really miss that. And the reason why I bring that up is because the other day we were doing some errands and we passed another coffee shop that we sometimes will go into. And I said, I'm going to run in here and get a cup of coffee. 
And so I ran in, and sometimes I like to see what the prices are on the unground coffee to see if it's something that I can splurge on. And on that particular day, there really wasn't. It seemed kind of expensive, and that's okay. So I just got a cup of coffee, and I was sort of hanging off the side where one waits for the barista to eventually announce, I have a na 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 and that's mine, and I grab it. So I was sitting there leaning against a wall, and I was socially distanced from another person waiting who was socially distanced from another person who was waiting, and just the whole aura of the coffee shop made me pine to be in the coffee shop, and it made me pine for normalcy. And I have to admit that because I work in a basement and because I'm really not around people a lot, this has felt a little like, to a certain extent, normalcy to me. But there are those other times where I just get these urges like to talk to people or I just get an urge to just... I mean, I'm a big hugger, and I really enjoy hugging people, and it's just my way of expressing my enjoyment of being around them. I I really miss that. And there are some times when you're doing something just sort of dumb, like waiting, you know, for your dark roast with a little bit of cream in it, and sometimes I miss turning to the person whom I don't know and just talking. So I find myself doing more listening than talking. And the person who was socially distanced from me, who had already been waiting for his order, was sharing with a barista who he knew, or at least it seemed to me that he knew this barista, was talking about a mutual friend of theirs who was relatively ill. And it sounded like their mutual friend did not have long to live. And so, obviously, this was a depressing conversation. And it made me think about all of these conversations that have gone on this year alone. The fact that over 450,000 people have died from COVID-19, not to mention the other travesties that have happened to people who have perished. It made me realize that our lives are so intertwined and interconnected that regardless of the fact that I did not know this person, the tone in his voice was a similar tone that I would have heard from a family member saying the same thing to me. It may have been the same vocal tone that I would have used with somebody else. And I was sitting there waiting for my coffee, watching the reaction of the barista who was both trying to do her job making stuff, but obviously she was listening to the person who was sharing this new information. And just the look on her face was the same look that would be on the face of a family member of mine or a friend of mine or someone who would say the same thing to me and they would see the look on my face. And it got me thinking that in a strange way, we're not all that special, that we have a shared 
experience, even though I don't know these people. And it's an experience, it's a feeling that I've had throughout most of my life. And I think this shared unremarkableness that we grasp together as human people allows us to better understand each other. And in this unremarkableness, this everyday thing that transpires, hopefully this shared experience makes us more compassionate to one another. And for that experience in the coffee shop, not that I was grateful because of the bad thing that was happening to their shared friend, but I was grateful that I too share in the everyday ebb and flow of our existence. Back before COVID hit, I often thought that I wanted to be more like my wife because she always had a way of integrating with people she didn't know. And not so much because of the ease of her ability to simply converse with people that she didn't know. But she has this way of dragging out a shared experience that makes one think that you've known this person for a long time. And over the years that we've been together, I've actually even watched her hug another person over a 10-minute conversation simply because she seems to have this ability to almost emit an I understand you, I understand who you are, I understand where you're at ability that allows people to be at ease with her. I believe that she would agree with me that to a certain extent, this disease that has stricken her and that has stricken us has to a certain extent evaporated that feeling. It's robbed a little bit of that feeling. Now, COVID has robbed her of that feeling as well, simply by virtue of not having the same amount of instances where that can occur. But you know what? That's okay. Because I have these memories of her being able to do that. And really, I was in awe of it. I'm sure in your life, you've come across these people. And I believe I've referenced my Uncle Jerry before. These people, when they walk into a room, they have the ability to make people, the countenance of people, become lighter, to become more gleeful, to become more at ease. And I believe Donna has always had the ability to do that. When I was standing in that coffee shop, I wish that I had more of that ability because had there not been a COVID 
and had she been standing there with me, I have a feeling that at some point during that conversation that Donna would have immersed herself in it, that the people talking would not have minded that she uh, interrupted their conversation. And I have a strange feeling that in 10 or 15 minutes of conversation, some kind of hug would have transpired. I think that's a good thing. I think that it's an admirable thing. And to watch a couple of people hug who have never met, but who share an experience, and I don't mean that it has to be a depressing experience. It doesn't have to be a death experience. It can just be a sh- I've watched it happen over a shared experience over choosing a sweater in a store. I've watched it happen when they're waiting at a restaurant to pick up some fast food at the pickup counter. Um, it's just a it's a bizarre, wild, uh, strange, a- amazingly cool instant to watch. <laughs> I'm just very grateful for that, and I wish that I could be more like that. And I do think that because we have the shared experiences that don't necessarily make each one of us all that special, I do believe those instances where we almost have an instant enlightenment of our shared journey, whether it's good or bad, and it elicits a laugh, and in best case scenario, a hug. I think that that shared experience makes us special. That shared experience puts us on the same plane with each other. And in those little minute instantaneous events. That's, in my opinion, what makes this life worth living. The other day I was doing some work for a client and I was surfing for a synonym for something. And as I oftentimes do, and this helps me open my vocabulary a little bit so that I'm a little bit more well-versed and hopefully allow my work to have a little more impact. And somewhere along the line, I was searching for a word that began with E and Emerson came up and underneath there were a series of quotes and it almost seemed like serendipity because I was jotting down some notes for this podcast because I I had this thing that I wanted to get out. And after mentioning it to my friend the other day in a phone conversation, I kept thinking about leaning against that brick wall at the coffee shop, waiting and listening and yearning and wondering and feeling remarkably unremarkable. And I came across this quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and I wanted to share it with you. The purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, 
to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. And I really think that in this journey of ours, this seemingly unremarkable journey that we go about the ebb and flow of our lives, having to work and pay bills and feed ourselves and go to the dentist and, in Donna's case, get a COVID shot and just do all the things that we have to do, taking out the garbage, spreading today, spreading sidewalk salt so that the letter carrier doesn't slip and that your affable host doesn't get sued. Doing these things, I can't help but think that our quest to rise above it, the quest to buy things, the quest to find something new, the quest to do something different because we're dull and bored with our existence. And I'm guilty of all of these things. I wonder if our quest to rise above our own unremarkableness, and I apologize if that's not really a word, but I don't care. I wonder if the rising above it is not really rising above it at all. It's, it's merely pushing ourselves into a little different, even almost parallel space so that we can do what Emerson is suggesting, that we can find purpose in our life so that maybe we're a little bit more compassionate and maybe we're a little bit more useful and maybe we're a little bit more honorable because in the end, maybe it helps us make a difference, not only just making a difference for ourselves so that we take a break from the unremarkable things that happen in our worlds, but that we make a difference for somebody else. So I have a lot to be grateful for this week. And as I was telling my friend on the phone about my coffee shop experience, my quests to find things to be grateful for have been very tough lately. Very, very challenging. After our meeting with the Alzheimer's folks, our semi-annual meeting with the Alzheimer's folks this week, there are just things that went through my mind as I was driving home that really kind of put me into a dark place. So I was telling Tommy, my friend, that I understand how he feels and how all of us feel when we, when we come across these opaque areas where we don't feel like we can lift ourselves out of. And the purpose of this podcast is to find spaces of gratitude. And I have to admit that this week has been very, very challenging. But thinking back on that coffee shop experience and knowing that eventually we're going to be doing this 
this just this dumb little thing that we enjoy doing is is sitting in a coffee shop and just soaking up the ambiance. It's going to happen again. And it's something to look forward to. It's it's a remarkable thing <laughs> to look to look forward to so that we can have a shared experience with all of the fellow unremarkable people and do unremarkable things so that hopefully we put ourselves in a position to do something remarkable for somebody else. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that conversation that I had with him. I'm grateful for that little moment that I had at that coffee shop. And I'm grateful that Donna was able to get her COVID vaccine. And it happened quickly and My parents were able to get their COVID vaccines on the same day, and my 92-year-old parents had no side effects, no wacky reaction. Donna's arm hurt a little bit. She had trouble raising it for half a day, and all in all, everybody did well. We'll go back for our second shots, and so I'm grateful for that. So what turned out to be pretty dark, there was a little glimmer of light and it felt good it it brought purpose so i would urge you to find the remarkable in the unremarkable and find that little space yourself set yourself up for a future hug you never know somebody may really really need it and as far as hugs go i can tell you i do Really, really need them. So I'll be looking forward to that. In the meantime, I hope that you will subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to do. I use Google Podcasts for the several podcasts that I listen to. And so I'm subscribed to those podcasts. So I get instant notifications when some of the folks that I enjoy Uh, uh, upload their content and you can do the same with this podcast and if you do a podcast please let me know what it is i'll subscribe to your podcast and we can have a share a shared remarkable experience you never know you never know until then stay safe and stay healthy and wear those masks you know how i feel about it i'm not going to back down i hate him as much as you do we've been double masking ever since our new president suggested it and dr fauci suggested it don't laugh i think it's a great idea i don't like it it sounds funny when i talk and it feels weird and my glasses fog up but we got to do it people we have to do it so we can share all these hugs later be safe Be careful, and thank you for listening and downloading another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast.